All right. Thank you for everybody joining me. Today we have season three, episode number two with my guest, Frenchie Baby. What's yeah. going on? It's good. Yeah, we in the building. Hey. I mean, y'all know what time it is. <laughs> All right. So um, just go ahead and tell me a little bit about your backstory. Like, where you're from? I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up in Fairfield, California, born in Oakland, California. I lived in San Francisco after I graduated high school, went to San Francisco City College for two years, and then been a professional entertainer ever since, like, what, 2014. Okay. Yeah, so it's been going up. All right, so, all right, like, did you always want to do dance? For everybody who doesn't know, like, Richie Baby is a dancer. You may have seen his billboard for, for this yeah. little beautiful water, water company right here. So you might have seen his billboard in, um, in DTLA, Santa Monica. Yeah. You in New York, too? Yeah, I'm all over the U.S. I got 58 billboards all over the states. It's been a campaign running for like seven months now, so yeah. So how did you get that sponsorship? Uh, nah, I have an agency that booked me for that. Okay. Go to talent agency. They booked me for my first commercial with Essential uh, Water, and that was super dope that they made it a full-on campaign and put me on a billboard. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I mean, shout out Pretty Bird. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I don't know what that is, but shout out to Pretty Bird. Um, all right, so how did you get into dancing? I got into dancing probably, what, 2009. I was uh, started off, like, jerk dancing and uh, crumb dancing. Back when I was little, me and my sister, we used to praise dance for the church. So I always had, like, some type of rhythm and stuff. So over time, I just got into bone breaking. I went to my first dance battle. What? Is that what it's called? It's bone breaking? Yeah, bone breaking. Turf dancing is the origin of my style. Okay. So I do a lot of different things, but bone breaking is my most highlight, highlighted dance style. Okay. And I also do music. I have a cannabis podcast as well. Oh, Loaded Up Entertainment. 300,000 views on YouTube. Oh, 300,000 subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> you, you, you we used to drive daily up. We do daily uploads and stuff like that on cannabis content. Okay, so do you like, do you guys smoke on camera? Or? Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> we roll up three hours joints, four hours joints. Oh, shit. Can, how That's how we got sponsored by get, Raw. How, the, how can I get an invitation to this podcast? Hey, you like, just gotta know Frenchie Baby. Well, I know Frenchie Baby now, oh, so really? I mean, like, let's go. Like, I mean, how many female stoners have you had on? Well, we got, we got a roster. You know? Okay. We've been doing it for about three and a half years now. Okay. So. It's been it's been growing. It's been going crazy. I'm actually presenting an award at the Orange County uh, Cannabis Awards. Right. Uh, on we October fourth. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Tell yeah, yeah. It's gonna go up. I'm gonna do uh, a meet and greet and perform one of my songs with my boy Chef Boy Bones and Daddy Longneck and a couple other influences on YouTube. So which which song? Oh, Shutter. We do the Shutter now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you were just playing it, and I, I remember you played it for me first time I heard it was at Two Shore Studios. Yeah, yeah, that's my banger right now. Mm -hmm. That's what we were doing. That's what we're going crazy. It's a dance. It's a Bay Area dance. If you didn't know, uh, I created one of the. Well, me and my friends, we created the gas pedal dance back in the day. We okay. Made, we we got that uh, movement going viral. All right. And shit, from there, I've just been doing a lot of stuff with my team, the turfings, and we got the smees and the shutter going crazy right now. Mm -hmm. My brother Chunky made yiking and the smees, so. You know, it's all hand in hand. We just trending. <laughs> Man, Adam, you get the sponsorships, you get them trends, you set, uh, you set trends. Yeah. Um, you got your podcast going, like hell, hell yeah. yeah. How old are you? I'm 25. 25. Let's yeah. fucking go. I'm yeah. with all of that. So when did you like? When did you start? Okay, so you said you started the podcast like three and a half years ago. Like, what, yeah. what made you want to start doing that besides like trying to just create more revenues? But no, 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 it was all fun. It was all like. Everything, everything I get into is because I passionately feel something about it. So 
We wasn't even worried about the revenue at the time. We all just liked to smoke weed, and we like just to got together, and we just made a podcast. My boy Stro was telling me months in advance that his cousin Dante was starting a podcast, mm-hmm. or a cannabis show, actually. It's turning into a show. It's going to be in movies, and we think they go crazy. But like, it started off with Strobe just contacting me like, yo, we finna do this cannabis thing. We're going to get a couple influencers together. We're going to do it, go crazy. I ended up knowing all the people that we were trying to get a part and we just started dropping videos and they was, was dropping. We were doing daily uploads for about a year straight. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, just bringing different influencers and doing our thing. Like, do you... I know you told me you got your sponsorship through your agency or whatever, but do you know, like, what made them, like, draw attention to you? Like... Yeah, so basically I do this thing called line contortion, where when you see it, you just damn near like freak out, and if you do it in front of like the right producers, that add you to what they do. Okay. And that's basically what it was, you know. They see me standing out, and it might as well have been me, right? Oh, exactly. Why not? Yeah. So now I'm on billboards all over the U.S. for essential water. Y'all go get some essential water. So that means do your God-given talent in front of hey, the, the right people to the fullest and to the best of your ability. Okay. Alright, so um, if you don't mind me asking, like, what allows you to be able to contort your arms in that manner? Triple jointed? Yeah, I call it triple jointed because double jointed, you're born with natural flexibility. Triple jointed, you could actually teach yourself. So I taught myself when I was 15, I've been teaching other people since. How to literally use yeah, the balls? Like, oh, please, no. Because I'm that's scared. what it is. It's a ball and socket joint. Yeah. So once the ligaments and the tendons are loose around it, be able to twist easier. Okay. So it's really a stretching thing. It's like extreme yoga. I like to call it. Okay. Like, did it? That's a definitely a mind over matter type of situation. So I mean, the only thing that I can like compare it to is like I used to work out a lot. So learning how to like individually flex each muscle and stuff like that. So you would do the same thing, just stretching, and then it would just. Yeah, like, I'm very familiar with my body now. Okay. You have to be. 10, 11 years, you know, so we grinding. Okay. All right, so, I mean, like, what else do you see yourself doing in the future? Uh, What? Hosting big events, making documentaries and films, shooting videos with my boy Charles and Junbei, shooting, like, crazy, crazy visuals and directing some works. Okay, so. Also making dope music, you know what I mean? I just shot the video for Flip It Pop It. So okay. y'all be on the lookout for Flip It Pop It coming soon. Shot by my boy June Bay X, know what I mean? So we've going crazy Prism Studios as well as Dance Hustle TV. We've been dropping a lot of good, uh, good yeah. content. That's how I actually found you. That's how I actually first out like Dance Hustle TV. Yeah, yeah, I think following me and then I was like, oh yeah, that nigga dope. Like yeah, that, me- that's another one of my companies that I've been, you know, we, I started it with my boy Charles and we just been creating content pulling up on different artists we just got mc hammer our first in uh, our first drop was from e40 okay we got stage the gemini and a lot of other people too so it's big lit yeah i didn't see a, a, a few of your promos and i think i saw the one with mc hammer just not too long ago oh yeah hammer time we're going straight up <laughs> you look you always look so hype like i love watching you because you're like super animated yeah. like you're like you you don't know you're gonna bust out and do it i'm like oh yeah. shit every time i see it it's still like impressive because it's like bro i don't know too many people who could do that and then for you to say like it's really just a mind of a matter type of thing. It's like, okay, like you could have you thought about teaching classes on like breaking it down and doing it like at um like maybe playground. I do teach classes all over the okay. world. Okay. So I, I taught in uh, Paris, France. I taught in Germany, Romania. I taught in Philippines. I taught in Atlanta. I taught in Alabama, Sacramento, Bay Area, all over the Bay Area. LA. I did a couple classes out here. Okay. I just you know I stick and move like. 
you just, I just go do with what the flow. I want to do and how I want to do it when I want to do it type shit. And that's the ultimate. Yeah. So, that's up to you. Like, like you know, I just be having fun with my talents because I do so much stuff. Like it's so much that one day I might not feel like dancing. I might want to be on my cannabis tip today. Feel that. Like one day I might want to be on my dance tip, but one day I want to just make a record. Or okay. One day I just want to meet with the friends and do a skit or something. Who knows? Maybe direct or yeah, act exactly. or I got familiar. teach a class. Yeah, I just got familiar with the styles that the people I was working with was doing, and then I just accumulated the knowledge, and then from there we, me and Junbei, we've been doing tutorials and all type of skit videos and music videos. We just been working. Okay, so like, what what would you say is like besides outside of dancing? Of course, it's like. A real big passion of yours, like comes like under dancing. If dancing's not first, just it entertainment. Might be like, I like being on in front of the camera. Like so you're just when I first started dancing, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I didn't used to be an entertainer. Actually, I used to be like a skateboarder. I used to go to school, ran track, basketball. Got, I was in high honors, uh, international bachelorette program in high school. Shit. So I was just like that, but. Over time, I just like found out I was dancing and I love bone breaking and turfing to the point where I just made it a full lifestyle thing. Like, I started sophomore year and I've been, yeah. So, I mean, you didn't, so you feel like you didn't start out as an entertainer, but you just say you used to play in all types of sports and high honor yeah, classes. Yeah. Like, something in you has always wanted to be like outshine the rest of the people around yeah, you I mean, due to the best of your ability. So, I mean, athletic. Yeah, I'm athletic for sure. I mean, I feel like if, if you're athletic and if you you breaking out and getting to like, I, what, that, what position how, did you play? That stuff you don't do on camera. So the whole camera was your whole highlights you. though. What the dance highlights? No, for for um athletics, for film, your whole like yeah. your stats, all that. You still doing it for the camera? Like you still got a highlight reel? I don't. I guess. You can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What position did you play for football then? Nah, I didn't play football. Okay, I was basketball. So basketball. So yeah, what position? I was a shooting guard and point guard. See, that's... Yeah, but I mean, that's dribbling the ball and being skilled. That's that's like a talent you learn growing up. Like, if you can't play ball, your boy's going to get on you. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know how to do that. Like, it's something you just got to know. Like, you, gotta know. You, have you have to learn. Yeah. That's a part of the black man's code. Are you going to sit out every game because you just really know I want to choose you? So, like, you don't want to be like the 11th man picked. Like, you know I mean? you want to so, be in that top 10. It's still like, entertaining. It's still I guess so, yeah. You're still trying to stand out to get picks, still top five, still trying to entertain. Like, I feel like I guess, you, you yeah, have that you personality. Like that, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You have that type of personality where just something in you just has to, like, stand out. You have to put on a performance. Like, I really get that from your personality yeah. just overall. For like, sure. I mean, who would walk around with that type of haircut? Yeah, hey, my, hey, I started this haircut myself. I know. It's called the Shady Pea Cut. The Shady I mean, Pea so Cut. See somebody come through that is, <laughs> I was just going to be like, oh, you got the Frenchie baby. Like, yeah, hey, it is the <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to know that, that you got the official name for it because you're the yeah. only person like that's I feel like that's the, one of your standout things like yeah. if I didn't know you from the side of your face that haircut I'm like yep that's that nigga right there yeah I think the last time I saw it was straight blonde yeah I'd be blinding it out I think I th- was green, it like this green, green yeah like that yeah. color green I think I seen it too yeah so Orange. I fucks with that like I really yeah. like people who like I'm a, I, I gotta be me at the end of the day and standing yeah, out. If nah, I'm gonna be an entrepreneur, entertainment is coming from the spirit, it's coming yeah. from the soul. Nah, 100%. Like, you gotta be original and you gotta remain true to yourself throughout yeah. the process. Have you ever struggled with that? Like, trying like, to stay, have it, has it, has anyone ever told you, oh, you, you got your hand in so many different pots? 
Like, why don't you focus on one thing? Yeah, people tell me that all the time, but at the end of the day, they don't live my life. They don't know what I've been through. So at the end of the day, like, you could give your opinion, but I'm going to do what I got to do to do what I got to do. Well, I mean, I'm, the only reason why I say that is because I personally have struggled with that. Because mm-hmm. I like to do so many things. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you should do modeling. Oh, you should do this. Oh, should do I got to do PR. I got my podcast. Like, I help with social. Like, we just talked about some, yeah. um, so for my world, for social media. Like, I'm collaborating with, you mm-hmm. know, Hype and Culture to help them with the with that collaboration and building up that content for their post. Yeah. Like, so, I feel like a lot of people get a little confused because when they ask me, what do I do, it's kind of like, whatever needs to be done almost yeah, in a yeah, sense yeah. like yeah. like whatever it needs to, yeah you gotta be connected you gotta know how to connect the dots like even me like i got a model agency it's called frenchy selection and we cast and model get videos and we get it all popping like you can ask any director i worked with like i'd be bringing the models i'd be bringing the, the, the talent niggas, i'd be bringing the talent i'd be bringing the other the directors, I, I, the filmers, the PCS, the, spots, the you lighting. Me? Like, yeah. we, we put it all together, me and the director that I'm working with, and we just make it happen. Like Nobody can stop the vision. You, know? you let somebody stop the vision, and it's not really your vision. Exactly. And you probably shouldn't be there. And you shouldn't. You should You should go so, back to the drama board and figure out yeah. what it is, what you really want to do. Yeah, like, which isn't a bad thing either. No. You got to be, you know, you got to know what you want to do and how you're going to make it happen. And know when it's not your lane. That's yeah. not your... That's, not your 100%. lane that's not your that's not your pocket so you need to find somebody that can help you that's when you start to build a team you know what i'm exactly. saying exactly like, that's important it, that's so important. having a solid team of people that's ready to build and got the same vision or similar vision to build up each other right because nobody everybody you see that's famous individually has a team around them to help them build up or will have a team around them eventually that will get if them to where they need to go yeah exactly um, yeah, we were definitely, I was having this conversation with um, some peers the other day about, you know, what's more important, the talent or the team behind the talent. And it's kind of like it's a it's an even break. One cannot really exist without the other. You know, like the in talent sense, is what's bringing in the work. But if yeah. you don't have the proper people behind you, like you get fucked out of deals. You can lose deals behind not having mm-hmm. the right people. That the white per, right person um, can negotiate a better deal for you that'll be in your best interest. So I mean, yeah. like, how how have you like faced those issues? I mean, I feel like the, team? the talent is definitely important because there wouldn't be no team without the talent. True. So you can't form a team around somebody that's not doing that thing. You know what I mean? Or you can, but it's gonna you start from the ground one, and you got to build that shit all the way up. Yeah, and it's hard so trying like, to make somebody believe in their own dreams. Exactly, you don't want to make somebody believe in themselves. Right. You do, but that's not the person you want to get behind fully and want to all all the way commit to, commit to. You want to commit to somebody that's driven, that feels like this is the way and this is what's going on, and it's it looks like it's working. Yeah. And so you know. Uh, I feel like the team is important though because you gotta have a video director, you gotta have somebody shoot the talent, you gotta have somebody directing, managing, going over contracts, all this Public stuff. Public relations, shaping your image. Exactly, if you're not strong in them assets, then you can't do that part by yourself. Yeah, and I mean, even once you are as a talent, you can't worry about make it, making sure the money is coming in as being the talent and then trying to control everything else behind the scenes exactly. because then you can't yeah. put your all into committing to, okay, to I'm art. right, to so your art. Like, I, this is what's going to bring me in the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So have you struggled in that area? Like, it's building a team? Uh, I did. I did struggle in that area because I didn't really trust people. Okay. And whenever I would give somebody that position, they would fuck off fuck it up yeah so it was to the point where i had to take control over the situation and do it myself like i've been managing myself for about seven years now independently like 
getting big music videos, gigs. I was on Empire, Ellen, Jimmy Kimmel, all through connections that I had with my team and other people around me and people that I've met, you know what I mean? So I definitely feel like over time I did get fucked out a lot of shit, but certain things was beneficial towards my career to build it up to where it is now. Right. So you can't really be mad. You just got to work harder and use that gig that you did that was worth whatever you felt like it was worth to get somebody else to pay you to do the same thing or similar thing to, you know what I mean? Okay. So whenever I would face a situation where I got fucked out of something or I felt like I was deserved more or something, I didn't really get mad. I really felt like, okay, this is a learning experience and it's really going to help me go to the next level. And I use that to promote and do what I got to do to make more money. Okay. So, All right. Uh, you know, when you love your craft, you don't really get mad at it, you know? You figure it out. Exactly. You, you make it work. Right, because it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, all right, look, it's either do I really want this or I'm about to let this one puzzle puzzle piece just fall off because Straight this up. person don't want to act right. Like, yeah. no. And I feel like that also makes you stronger at the end of the day. So when you're ready to hire someone to actually fill in that spot for yeah. real, you know what to expect. Yeah. Like, it's not like somebody can come in and, and feed you some bullshit, you know? Right, right. So Everybody on my team is probably like, either three years in to kick in with me or more, you know what I mean? So I got a good, a good foundation, a good relationship with everybody a part of my team, from music to dance to entertainment to cannabis to marketing to promotion to PR to going to events, you know what right. I mean? So I, I'm, I'm happy with my team I got right now. All right, that's good, because I know a lot of people who are not happy with that. Yeah, team. it took me a long time to get here, too. Like searching for people and choosing Wait, the right hold on, people pause. to find the right friends. Say that one more time. It took you a long yeah, time took, to get yeah, here. For, for everybody that's out there trying to rush through their process. Mm -hmm. like, Nah, facts. Because at first, like, I met the people a part of my team without even thinking to build my team. Okay. So it just naturally, organically happened once I started doing certain things. People felt like they could help and build and be a part of what I had going on. And from there, it's just like, okay, you, I know how to do this, bro. What do you need? Like, I don't never really know what I need from somebody else, you know, because I don't really go to people to find out what I need. I just lightweight do what I do. And then my close friends be like, bro, you need to do this. Or you need somebody that can go do this type of stuff. You right. need somebody. So then I just, over time, the right people would just fall into Just place. naturally gravitate yeah. towards you. Like, like okay. it's a blessing I met my boy Charles. It's a blessing I know Jumbe. It's a blessing that I want Turfings. It's a blessing to know E-40 and MC Hammer and G-Eazy fucking with us heavy. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just like, damn, this shit's coming together. And it's like, like, really, like, falling into place like how did you feel the first time you saw your, your face on a billboard man i was i didn't honestly they didn't even tell me when it was gonna be up i just was had people sending me pictures and shit like just out of nowhere you right here <laughs> I'm like, i see it and i'm like damn that was that fellow i took at that commercial <laughs> and it just went up from there like boom now he pulled up on the billboard and, so and it's camera. everywhere so oh, yeah, and then people start really messing with the water so much that they would be saying, Oh, this is Frenchie's water. So now I made a hashtag, Frenchie Water. Hey. Oh, shit. That's fucking it just, lit. It just, bro, I'm, man, it's just promoting me all. I'm on buses. I know. I'm under the metro. I'm on BART stations and oh, subways. I'm on big, I'm on Hollywood Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard three times. Like, they had one on Hollywood and Argyle, then they moved it to Hollywood and Highland, then Sunset and Vine. Oh, but still, all oh, fucking yeah. major yeah. intersections. Hey, where's like, Carmen San Diego, right? Right? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. like, shit. Like, you, 
like that's amazing like from i mean like all right so tell me a little bit about like growing up uh, I was I was raised in Fairfield. Okay. It was a city like I'm probably forty five minutes out of Oakland. I was born in Oakland though. My grandma lived out there and everything. But uh, yeah, I grew up in Fairfield. You know, uh, I went to school. My parents were super Christian. Still, still are super Christian. My dad's a pastor. Mom's a minister. Uh, they live in Texas now. You know, uh, I went to school every day. You know, graduated. Yeah, I, I mean I know all of that, but no. I started dancing at Liberty Christian Center in Fairfield. Okay. I'm just, I'm, friends, I'm just so. trying to bring people to the life of like growing up as Frenchie Baby and little baby Frenchie Baby <laughs> and, and Fairfield. Like a lot of people don't know about that area. Yeah. So, uh, well, it, it's Fairfield. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I tell you, like it's lit though. Like it's lit if you if you grew up there or you know people there. Okay. Uh, people that don't like never been there it's probably not gonna be the place for you probably gotta go to san francisco okay all right see that's that's what i was looking for like is it that is it like that if if you ain't from there don't be there type situation yeah it is one of them cities (laughs) all right so everybody moved there from different cities and it is it is a lot of people dying you know you don't want to highlight that shit i mean yeah no i want to highlight it because Success stories don't always come from a trust fund, baby. You feel me? Nah, definitely. Like, it comes from, I feel like when you come from the hood or you come from adversity, period, even if it's not the hood of the ghetto, if you come from an adversity, period, that you have a different hunger, you have a different strive to 100%. win. 100%. So, it's just like, I know a lot of people from the hood. I know yeah. a lot of people from Cleveland where their city is going through gentrification. I know a lot of people um, from Dayton, Ohio, where there is no opportunity. Like that was a really big factory city. Yeah. Had G- GM, Frigidaire, all the all of that shit. And once all those jobs left, like it's a ghost town. You know yeah, what I'm saying? 100%. So people fucking shooting meth and shooting each other, and you know yeah. all that bullshit. So it's just like coming from that, growing up in that, and seeing that, and then now and fast forward to 2019 i'm pretty sure when you graduate from high school if somebody if you your future self was to tell your past self you know nigga, you're gonna be on fucking billboards the side of your face gonna be on billboards and and across the fucking nation 100 you'll be shocked shocked for sure <laughs> like you like what <laughs> like me who that shit. Out, shit. I, you know you probably wasn't even envisioning that like that's yeah, something like way wasn't. beyond your, your your thought process yeah 100 i never 10 years ago i never thought i'd been right here sitting next to you at all same for me i didn't even i was just trying to do something trying to try not to go to jail yeah. and get shot like that's that's what yeah, i'm I was, saying i was actually in college i went to college i was uh, i moved to san francisco and I was studying for two years, and I was like really finna pursue college, but I didn't know what I wanted to do at all. So like I was in college just doing the basal general, general just general, and yeah. And the next two years, I was gonna have to figure it out. And it wasn't the way for me. And that's why I try to tell people definitely a lot of times is that college ain't for everybody. Like you had honor. Roll class, honors classes in yeah, high school, yeah. and my college still wasn't it. for you. Yeah. yeah, my parents demanded it. I hated school. See, yeah. I hated school too. I fucking hated that shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Even even if you're good, quote unquote, good at getting you know good grades, doesn't mean that that's for you at the yeah, end of the yeah. day. So I still got kicked out at 17. Still <laughs> was living on my own, trying to make it happen, sleeping in the car. See, all that shit, bouncing from friends' house, feel me, smoking tree just to get by. 
You know what I mean? Go hit the dance, dance on the bar train just to make some dollars. And we used to dance in San Francisco every weekend. You know what I mean? It was, it was bro, we used to make shit happen. But so and that's why I feel like my grind is so strong now because I was I went through hella shit to even be here. You feel me? I feel that. In different hoods. Like, I was in Oakland for some years. I was in San Fran for some years. It was, you know, fair, I was bouncing around, just finding my way after I got kicked out. It was crazy. We made it happen, you feel me? And shout out to all my niggas in Oakland. Shout out to all my niggas in Frisco. All my niggas that really held me down, you feel me? Because shit. It could have been. Another way. I wasn't always here in this position, you feel me? Yeah. It was definitely a grind and a struggle because if I didn't have them, I probably would. I don't know where I had them. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you had them in that. And the females along the way. They held me down too. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I understand that one. But, um,. Like having even back then, still going back to our point before having a team is important. Yeah, I didn't have no team back then. But having those select group of people, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's a different type of team that yeah, you it's need. Family, it's called yeah, family. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It, it's it's a unit. It's, it's some. It's like a safety blanket, like somewhere you can fall back on. It's home. It's like your home broken up into walking, living people almost. In a in sense, because there's some crazy ass people that you love but you can't be around. You gotta know who who that is too. Yeah, that's definitely true. Like I've, I'm pretty sure somebody you love, how you in a fucked up situation and you can't even control it. Have you ever been in that type of situation? Hell yeah. Like what? Like. If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to share. (laughs) You don't have to share. You don't have to share. It's all good. You can be like, all right. So next, we'll move on to the next one. Um, so. Going through all of that, like, what do you think has, was your, your biggest mental hurt, hurdle? Like, once you got to the point where it's like, okay, this is how my life has been in the past. This is what it's looking like my future is going to shape up to be. Like, what were, like, some demons or some issues that you had to let go of so you could continue to... Well, I had got robbed in, a, in an elevator at gunpoint by five people with my girl one time. And that shit changed everything. I bet it did. Yeah, because then my parents, my parents super Christian, like I told you. Right, right. So, after getting out of that situation and leaving <laughs> shit, ended up making her my girlfriend for like five years. We recently broke up probably like a year and a half ago or something. Mm-hmm. But before that, I told my mom and dad about the situation and my dad just didn't know how to take it because I wasn't trying to give up my shit. You feel me? And I guess he felt like I was trying to be a tough guy or whatever. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Ain't nobody finna just walk up and just take shit easy. Like, it's good or something, you feel me? So, you know, he felt like I was being difficult and hard-headed. Over-material. You know what I mean? Over-materialistic items, Mm -hmm. you feel me? And he ended up kicking me out on the freeway, you feel me? Uh, Coming from L.A. He was coming from L.A. back to Fairfield. He dropped me off in Fresno and skirted out on him. What the fuck? Yeah, so after that, I was like, all right. For me, called my sister. It's hot. You feel me? Called my sister. She picked me up. Went to her house in Sacramento. Then went back to the Bay. And after that, I really just started being a full-time entertainer. Going crazy. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, yeah, my nigga. I'm yeah, like, yeah, if you hey, think I'm, it's going to be on some, some, some sweet shit, yeah. my nigga, I'm about to double, triple nah, up on you. Because it was like, okay, I was, I was living to make them happy. So I'm living to make my parents happy, and no matter what I'm doing, they're not happy. Like, I'm getting robbed at gunpoint, and y'all are still trying to bash me. My nigga, I can't even control shit like that. You feel me? That's not a situation you can control. Like, that's not. It's just something that I can't control. I'm not finna plan to get my shit. You know what I mean? Right, like, that's right. shit that's like, boom, oh, shit, what's going on? So it's like, you taking it out on me like that, and it's like, shit. 
and then to put yeah. you out on the freeway, so like I'm gonna do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like oh, I took it, took it all the way to billboards and commercials. I'm an empire doing tour with Calvin Harris. I'm going overseas, went to Germany, Philippines, Romania. Yeah, run it up, run it up, run it up, run it up. I just feel like. I don't know. I don't like to hard, highlight hard times, but at the same time, hard times build the struggle. Exactly. And I feel like through my entertainment, through my dancing, through my music, through stuff that I do, you can feel where I'm coming from. You know I've been through some shit. You might not know what it is, but you can see it in my face yeah. or you can see it through the movements. You feel me? And that's my so, point. Like That's, that's really how I express you, myself. Yeah. You feel me? I, that, and that's what I'm trying Art to say. Culture. Like I need, I, I, I need you to tell that story because somebody else may see their journey in your struggle. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So that's why I'm just asking so much about it because that's really what I. I feel like that's the real essence of who you are. Like yeah. for everybody who's who only has seen you, like you said, they might not know, you know, what you've been through, but they know that you've been through some shit, that you've yeah, seen some 100%. shit, and I feel like that story needs to be told. Like yeah. that's important. Like exactly. people, shit, shit ain't Instagram. Shit ain't you know always yeah, sunshine and rainbows man. all good. That's what I was saying. I was telling my boy last uh, a couple weeks ago, like. People always post the shit on Instagram. You never see what people really go through on Instagram. Never. I mean, they don't post like, bruh, my car broke down and niggas like his, his car broke down the other day and I put it on my story. He's like, bro, don't get me like this. I said, bro, people gotta see this yeah, type of shit. Yeah, this shit. Like happens. we go through shit. You feel me? Car yeah. broke down. Like, you know, how are we gonna get out the situation? Exactly. Cause after the after the fact. After we got the car back running and everything back in motion, people are like, oh, the car worked. Like, yeah, that's they a real thing. Like, oh, y'all made it happen. Like, yeah. you see what I'm saying? And people got to know certain things. Like, just because you're in a position doing a lot of dope stuff don't mean reality don't set in and real things that happen to you don't happen to me. Like, you know what I mean? So, exactly. you know, it's just all about the history. Like, everybody goes through certain things. You feel me? And it's, it's a relatable topic. Yeah, it is. So, like, if you just last week, I was with somebody and they car broke down. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Man, we had to take the tires. We had to bust out. You know, it's car problems. You don't know how to drive or something. Like, you never drove a whip. You gonna you gonna go through a couple whips before you have a whip that don't never have no problems. And even you, that whip is going to change the oil. Yeah, hands you freezing there. You gotta still be something. So it's gonna blow up. You could be driving down the fucking sixty, hit a fucking pothole, and pop the whole goddamn. Tire off, and yeah. you done took all types of good care of the car. They, 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 it, you're not immune to everyday issues, every life, everyday exactly. problems. So, every once in a while, I do highlight certain things that you know, you feel me, you wouldn't expect, but you probably expect it, you know, from from you. I, you don't probably don't expect it from me, but I still post that type of shit because I'm human. Like, I ain't the richest motherfucker out here. I'm still trying to search for a bag, you know what I mean? Where the investors at? You shit, you running up the sponsors, keep running them shits up. Yeah, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? That's all we doing. Oh, yeah. Hey, 2020 coming up, and it's 2020 vision year. So, this is where everything is going to come to happen come to life. 2020. When the vision happens, for me and for you. Everybody, shit, it's a whole year of vision. For real, everybody, like if you got a vision, you gotta if you got from from your mouth to the universe's ears, like I'm I'm putting the I'm putting the positivity right behind it. You send it out, I'm I'm skyrocketing. Yes, like (laughs) for everybody, everybody in the room, blessings, blessings, blessings. Okay, but one more thing, let's end it off with: Is there anything? Plug everything that you want to plug. That one's your camera. That's the wide shot camera. Plug it all so we can hey, get it. We so can do everything. Follow me on Instagram at Frenchy Baby. 
That's Frenchie with the IE, baby, with two Y's on everything. SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, Facebook, YouTube. Go subscribe to my YouTube. Uh, go follow Dance Hustle TV. I got Flip It, Pop It music video coming through soon. My boy Junbei filmed it. I got uh, Dance Hustle TV. We going crazy. You know what I mean? Go follow Dance Hustle TV. That's Dance Hustle TV. Plug the podcast. And everything. You know what I mean? Go follow Loaded Up ENT. We smoking big joints, getting it real lit on there, you know what I mean? You're going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah, once you see that, you know what I mean? And just stay focused, you know what I mean? Stay tuned to my music and lock in with me because we're going crazy all year, all next year and the year after that and 10 years from then. From 2019 to infinity out this bitch, you yeah, heard? Yeah, from the bay to the universe. <laughs> hey, I know what time All right, so thank you for everybody. That was our time. Thank you again, Fritchie Baby, for sitting down with me and telling the story. And I'll catch y'all next time. Yeah, it's a movie, baby.